Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's Brendan Escott with you tonight on the eve of Edmonton Oilers training camp. Oilers now brought to you, as always, by World of Spas. Aching after a long day? World of Spas. Offering tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, relax with World of Spas. Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. We'll bring aboard Reed Wilkins in the next half hour or so. Find out what he's got coming up on Inside Sports tonight. Chat a little hockey, little football as well. You want to get in on the conversation? 780-496-0063 is the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. They're open Monday to Saturday. We are on X at Oilers Now at Bob underscore Stoffer. And myself at Brendan Escott. That's Brendan with an E, Escott with uh, two T's. Okay, happy to talk hockey with our next guest. He's up in the crow's nest at all the home games. He's hanging out with Reed for all the road games. He's he's scored a lot of goals over the course of his professional hockey career. He's Rob Brown. He joins us each week for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. Rob, you're on with Brendan tonight. How you doing? I'm doing very good. How are you? Doing all right. Obviously very excited about the uh, the puck. Well, I guess the puck doesn't drop for a couple more days, but officially things kicking off tomorrow on a season, Rob, where, you know, the Edmonton Oilers are, are contenders. There's nobody that could honestly say that they aren't. Maybe not, maybe not the lead horse right now, but certainly a Stanley Cup contender. They come into this season where, uh, you know, we're trying to establish what are the real question marks as you look at this team heading into training camp. If I pose that question to you, what are you looking at over the next week, week and a half or two? Well, I don't really don't think there's anything in training camp or even exhibition season that will answer question marks for the Oilers. Their team is set. Is the team that is, in my estimation, top six in the National Hockey League and a very good chance of uh, hoisting the cup at the end of the year. I think the any questions that fans or, or media have about the Oilers, it'll take you know two, three, four months to be able to figure out what upgrades they're going to need come trade deadline. Is their goaltending good enough? Is Are we going to get the Skinner we saw throughout the regular season, or 
the Skinner that had a little bit of a setback in the playoffs. Is Campbell going to be better? Is it the guy that they tried to sign, or is it the guy that we saw most of last year? Is Broberg and ARNA good enough on the back end uh, to make a, uh, a push to win a Stanley Cup? Who's going to be the guy that plays in the top six? Is it Connor Brown? Is it Dylan Holloway? Uh, so I don't know if training camp – this is a team right now that is not in transition. This is an Oiler team that knows what they have, uh, knows how good they are. This is the team that's only goal this year is to win a Stanley Cup. So training camp, uh, you may see someone fight for the 13th forward spot, someone fight for, you know, 6th, 7th defenseman. But this is a, a team that's fairly set, and the questions that will be answered will be answered through the – first five months of the season until we get into to March and trade deadline time. I get a sense that this is a group we've watched them mature on the ice for the last several years, but they're engaged. They're fathers. They're fathers of two. They're <laughs> all entering their late 20s now and still in the prime of their athletic career, but we're talking no longer about a group of kids, but a group of men that seem to have really taken that loss against Vegas to heart. I mean, you talk about how frustrating it must have been to lose to the eventual cup champion once when it happens two years in a row and you know you're you're right there i mean i was was talking last week i believe with john shannon this is this is sort of the modern rendition to me of gretzky and anderson or whomever it was walking past the islanders dressing room door in 1983 and thinking that holy smokes like these guys are supposed to be celebrating uh you have to learn to lose and i know that we've kind of beaten that horse but the way that these guys have been talking rob since they've come back into town i think that there's been a pretty big leap forward taken in terms of the mental approach well yeah, i think so i think the frustration came from last year's playoffs you know the the, the teams that people expected that would give the oilers uh trouble the bruins the tampa bay lightning the colorado avalanche those teams were all gone so i think once those teams are gone in the playoffs all of a sudden there was this excitement amongst all the other playoff teams is hey oh my goodness this could be our year and the Oilers saw that and said, okay, we don't have to go through the defending champions uh, again. We do not have to play Boston who set all these records. We do not have to play uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning two-time Stanley Cup champions. You know, they're, they're, they're reading the, the press. They're seeing the odds. And all of a sudden, huh, the Oilers are the favorites to win the Stanley Cup once they were gone. So I think that's where frustration came in. I think they missed a great opportunity. And the Vegas Golden Knights jumped on that. I do believe this is a team that right now is in its two-year window where they've got everybody at the peak of their careers. I mean, what was I read today? Ten guys set uh, career highs last year in points. So these guys are playing the best they've ever played. And the expectation would be nothing short of winning a Stanley Cup. Everybody in Edmonton knows when Leon Dreisaitl's contract is up. Everybody in Edmonton knows when Connors is up. Uh, so that window, whether those players leave or not, that window is, is now. It's wide open. And I, I've played with some great players and fantastic Hall of Fame players, but I do not remember any of them. I mean, it was a different era, having everybody come into camp a couple weeks early and we're just going to skate together. I mean, that is amazing that all these players came in when Connor McDavid said, hey, we're going to have captain skates a few weeks before camp. I want you to give up some of your summer time with your families and get here just so we can skate. That didn't happen before. So to me, the commitment level from their leadership group is through the roof. And barring injuries, I think this is a team that can do something special. 
Chatting with our inside the game analyst Rob Brown on 6:30, Chad. Right now, um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's going to be a spectacular ride for one reason for another. Uh, Rob, qualities that you know about that you like that you think might lend themselves to any one of the PTO players having a better shot at making the team or or just an evaluation from you Brandon Sutter, Sam Gagne, now Adam Ernie all in the mix for uh, one of the last roster spots so can you handicap that race for us? Well it's kind of an unknown because what are you getting out of Sutter? Are you getting the Sutter that you saw when he was healthy and playing? Or you get the older player that has missed two years of hockey, coming back from uh, an illness that has not allowed him to be at peak condition. Now, if Sutter is completely healthy, I mean, everyone would love a Sutter on the team. He'd love to have a guy in a fourth-line role, penalty-killing, winning face-offs. That would be a huge boost. But I, I, I don't know what he has in his tank, and it's going to be exciting or interesting, at least, to see what he does in training camp. Donnie, you know what you're getting, uh, a consummate pro. Uh, but is that the type of player you want in your fourth line? Is that a guy that you want there that's got a little bit of offensive upside, or are you looking for a player that can play solid defense and can be a physical type or someone that can uh, go out there and change the complexion of the hockey game with a hit? So I, I don't know until we see them in training camp and, and what they're capable of doing in exhibition. I do know that they will play a lot. <laughs> they will play in uh, the majority of the exhibition games because they're – the, the Oilers are not in, a, in a, uh, a spot right now where they have to give jobs to young players because they have no one to fill it. The Oilers are looking for players that fit what they need. And if they have to go and get it through a PTO, if they have to go find someone uh, through waivers, if they have to go make it, uh, some sort of minor deal, they will do it because all their key pieces are there. Right now they're just trying to find players they can complement in certain areas. So I guess as we go through training camp and exhibition, you're going to see those three players and, and maybe a surprise for the minors. They're going to come up and show what they're capable of doing. And then at that point, Woodcroft's going to say, okay, here's what I want in my 11th player. Here's what I want in my 12th forward. Or this guy's he's going to give us exactly in the eight minutes he plays what I need. So I think those players have to find out what the others want and go out and play it. Spending some time with Rob Brown here on this Tuesday night on Oilers Now. Uh, I wonder about a floor and a ceiling for for Connor Brown, in your opinion. This is an interesting case study because I really believe with modern medicine, you're not looking at something as catastrophic as an ACL tear and and a full blowout and that sort of thing as as career ending or or something that, you know, as long as you've rehabbed it properly, typically you can get back to 100%, no problem. Um, But obviously it's still a new fit he's played with Connor McDavid certainly but that was a long time ago so uh, how do you look at I guess the potential fit for Connor Brown in this lineup well I I think they they signed him to play in your top six Uh, they like his uh, defensive conscience they they know the fact that he will do the the dirty things that a line needs Uh, he's got some offensive upside that when given the chance Puck will go in the net. I think what we've seen over the last couple of years with the Yamamoto and Puliarvi, players that were put in those roles and uh, the production wasn't there. And when the production wasn't there, they didn't give you that it factor in other areas. And I think that's what they're looking with Connor Brown. He gives you, as many have said so far, and you read about it, he's a lot like Zach Hyman. And Zach Hyman came in here at career highs, as well as giving you all the intangibles that Zach Hyman was brought in for. I think that's what they're looking for with Brown. So I don't know if there's 
there's a number that you want out of him. I, I mean, he's, the Oilers' best players' numbers are great, but they also are benefited from the fact that they all get them on the power play too. Connor Brown's not going to be on your power play, so those numbers he will be. I play with a guy in Pittsburgh. It was me, Mario, and a guy named Bob Airy. So I think the one year that we we had big year there, he scored 29 goals, all even strength. I think that's what they're looking for from Brown. If he can get 20 to 25 goals at even strength, as well as being a good defensive player, uh, being a penalty killer, being physical, being a guy that you can trust in the first minute and last minute of hockey period, then I think you're going to get everything that you wanted from him. A couple more questions for Rob Brown. Uh, obviously a former player in your own right, and uh, you know at a time where coaching was quite a bit different, but Rob, you you work right hands-on each and every day with today's hockey player as well. So when the Mike Babcock story comes out, yeah. uh, you probably have a really interesting perspective on things. Again, having played at that time, but you know, working with the modern athlete. Well, I, I found it weird. I, I really did. Um, I am a huge fan of communication between a head coach and a player. I think when a coach would come and talk to me and ask me about, hey, how's the family? How's your mom and dad doing? Or how are the kids? It meant a lot. He's going out of his way to find out a little bit about me. And I like that. And to me, the best ever I had for that was Badger Bob Johnson. He coached us in Pittsburgh, and he actually took interest in you as a person. And I think that was fantastic. But to do it by asking you to show pictures on your phone that's just weird. It, it really is. Uh, I got pictures on my phone that are for me and for me to show people when I want to or just for me myself. And there's a power dynamic there. It would be if he asked a player, okay, I want to see what's on your phone picture-wise, it's Johnny Goudreau. Johnny Goudreau can say, no, I don't want to show you. Or Patrick Liney can say no. But a lot of young players can't because there's the power thing. You're like, well, this is the head coach. I mean, I already know about him because I've read about him. I don't want to get into his bad books. So now you're showing him things that you might not feel comfortable doing. So I just thought it was really, really strange. If you want to get to know a player, sit and talk to him. You know what? Say, hey, why don't, why don't we go for lunch today? Or, hey, why don't we uh, go have a coffee out in the stands and just sit and talk about what's going on in your life? That would have been perfectly acceptable and appreciated from the players. The fact that you're going into his phone and looking at his pictures, yeah, no, that's not right. And I started thinking about it. That'd be like a principal coming up to a teacher at school, say, come on into my office. I'd like to go through your phone and see all the pictures that you have on there. It's not right. So completely understand the the blowback from this and that he's no longer coaching in the National Hockey League. And timing-wise, we talked yesterday with uh, Frank Saravalli. Better that it happened preseason than midseason. Have you ever been in a situation like this where there's been like either managerial or coaching instability during the course of a season and how distracting that can be? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've been on a lot of teams where the coaches have been fired <laughs> during the season. I, uh, it, it, it's odd. During the season is very odd because... You go to bed one night with a coach 60 games into the season, you come the next day with a different one. I've been on teams where the GM has been fired at that point. And it does throw your uh, throw you into a little bit of a flux. Now, some teams have a bit of a bounce, uh, but it, it is odd. I, I do believe that at the beginning of the season, there's less distraction. And if, would have been, if they would have kept Babcock around, and then two months down the line, they decide, you know what, it's not working, I think the disruption every day of – questions and hanging over their heads would have been too much. Uh, This is a franchise that is not uh, solid as far as a playoff franchise. And they've gone out and made some big trades and big signings that haven't worked out. 
They needed stability, and I think that the only way they could have done it was to get rid of Babcock, bring someone else in, say a, say your sorries like they have, and move on. So, yeah, I think it was the right move, and I I, I would be shocked and, uh, if Babcock gets another kick at the can because uh, when there's smoke, there's fire, and there seems to be a lot of smoke around him. Yeah, there was four years for that smoke to dissipate, too, and it just has not. Rob, really appreciate your time tonight and your insights, and we'll do it again uh, a week from tonight, okay? Sounds good. Take care. All right. Rob Brown, our Inside the Game analyst on 630 Chad for our friends at Legacy Heating and Cooling. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's just such a bizarre one. It's such a bizarre one in the sense that, like, I thought there was a greater understanding of what, I don't know, today's human being, today's employee expects in terms of respect from their employer. But as Rob highlighted there, the power dynamic, that's really when you've got, uh, and and you look back and in, Things that have been exposed recently, I think of, you know, Larry Nasser and the U.S. gymnastics and this sort of stuff. It's all about the power dynamic. I hold the keys to your success in my hand. I'll play you, but you better go along with my theory. And it's not really a modern theory, evidently. It's 621 in Edmonton, 780-496-0063 is the number to text or to call. We are on the eve of Oilers training camp. It's also my last day on earth as a 28-year-old, by the way. Turn 29 tomorrow, which is, uh, has got Aiden on the other side of the glass laughing. He's like, I'm not even 20 yet. Pretty impressive you're working here with us, though. I like having you around. Glad you are. We will press pause, bring it back with some texts. Again, hit us up on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I don't know what this riff is, but I like it. It's pretty heavy. 780-496-0063. Oh, some happy early birthday wishes from Mark in St. Albert. Oh, to be 29 again, he says. I really appreciate that, Mark. Now, fun tomorrow on the show. Arms War says, Chicago is crazy. How is Taylor Hall not the captain of the team? Well, he probably would be, but like you're just you're going to strip him next year and then make Connor Bedard the captain because in reality that's the future of the team. Hall's there, and, and that was a great signing, by the way, for uh, somebody to go through the processes alongside Connor Bedard. He's been the hyped up prospect. Hall has. He's been the first overall pick. I know you know that here in Edmonton. Uh, so to me, that was a really savvy hockey move to help the transition for Bedard into the spotlight and hockey. He has a big thing in Chicago. Obviously, that's a great market for him to be playing in. But as big as the spotlight may be, now you get to see him just focus on the on-ice stuff for a year at least. And uh, we got to remember, he's only 18 years old. Like, it is 
unbelievable to think that Connor Bedard is only 18 years old with the way that he plays hockey. But also when you hear him talk, in my opinion, it's uh, he's been light years ahead of his age for ever and ever. Yeah, well, we've got one of those guys here in Edmonton too. But the difference is one of them is advanced and matured and ready to win a Stanley Cup for this city. And the other one's got a couple years to go before that becomes a conversation. Again, if you missed the top of the show, Braden Shen is now the captain in St. Louis. He's entering his seventh season there. And Tanner Pearson has been traded away from Vancouver along with a third round pick. And I think that's to do with the fact that his salary is still up over three plus million for this year and this year alone but Pearson heads to Montreal in exchange for goaltender Casey DeSmith so a nice serviceable backup for Thatcher Demko out there on the west coast that is the team Edmonton opens its regular season up against it's a home and home series 10th and 11th of October off the top of my head I could double check on that during this next news break but as is tradition over the last several years it's the Oilers and Canucks lifting the lid on the 2023-24 regular season. And man, I can't wait. They didn't have the greatest start out of the gate last year. They did the year before. I wonder what this team, I wonder what this team's really capable of. I really, (laughs) man, if we're talking six months from now and things, like, I, I just, I, I won't even go there. I won't even go there. I'll tell you, though, the show is called Oilers Now. We live in oil country, of course. Brent Ridge Ford, proud to be associated with the show. But, of course, there's a Mustang for, or, uh, pardon me, a market for some electric vehicles out there as well. I jumped the gun. I'm, I'm about to tell you about this Mustang that you're going to be interested in. Uh, the boys at Brent Ridge have a brand new, it's 2022, but it's a Mustang Mach-E GT Premium. It originally listed for $93,330, but with some Ford rebates and a large Brent Ridge discount, this SUV, it's now available for just over $73,000 plus GST. So they're knocking about $20,000 off of this Mustang Mach-E for you. If you're considering a new electric vehicle, you want a bargain, call Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford, 780-352-6048. And remember, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Okay, we'll send it off to a global news weather traffic update. Some texts on the other side and Reed Wilkins to tell us what's coming up on Inside Sports.